Hey everybody, welcome back to Let's Talk Movies. I'm Brad. This is Miguel. And today we are talking our most anticipated movies of 2021. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to leave us a like, a comment. Tell us what movies are you most looking forward to in 2021. Um, and if you're listening on Spotify, be sure to tweet at us at We Talk The Movies um, and let us know the same thing. What are you looking forward to? What do you most want to see? Um, we have a whole list here. Um, hopefully we'll be able to uh, get back in the movie theater soon because I know there's a whole bunch of things going to streaming, but that really sucks. Yeah, I pretty much miss paying $20 for popcorn and soda at this point. I hated it so much, but now I just miss it. I know. A large popcorn from Cinemark with extra butter and a large Coke is pretty much the greatest thing. Like, I didn't know what I was missing <laughs> until, it was, yeah. until COVID hit and it was gone. But yeah, I'm pretty just... much. But, yeah, yeah, I'm ready to keep talking about all of these movies that are coming out. There's a couple movies on this list that you sent me that are actually pretty interesting. Yeah. And obviously there's some, like, um, MCU stuff because, I mean, obviously people are anticipated for those. But there's a couple over here that I'm actually interested in. And some of them don't even have, like, information. Like, they, don't have, they still don't have information about the movies. Right. Like, uh, for this one that I'm seeing right now, there's not even, like, a cover and there's no trailer. All we know is that it's happening so like yeah. i don't know what's going on with 2021 yeah. like well and i think COVID has a lot a lot to do with it like you know a lot of these movies like black widow um were supposed to release last year but COVID happened and then they couldn't and i think the future of some of them is kind of up in the air because of you know because of everything going on so i i, I don't want movie theaters to become the next blockbuster or the next like Hollywood video or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey man, all good things come to an end. Let's, let's be honest. I <laughs> know, but I don't know. I mean, movie theaters have been around for so long though. Like it's such a big part of like pop culture. I mean, it's I mean, just, it's not the same. Like I know a lot of this stuff is going to screening, but I mean, last week we talked Godzilla versus Kong and I don't think it would be the same experience watching it on HBO versus watching it on a big screen because i mean it's it's surround sound and a you know however many foot long screen so that's true i mean i always like going to the imax ones that's the ones i always love going to like the regal that yeah. one always had the best experience that i've had so yeah. where, where did we where did we see godzilla versus kong was that at cinemark or you king of the monsters I, we saw that at cinemark we did yeah we I saw see that godzilla at cinemark. Kong, didn't i yeah, oh. <laughs> not yet. No, I wish I we, wish we, we could say that, that, but not yet. Yeah, we, we haven't seen we don't get, anything for that. Yeah, we don't get special privileges, guys. Like, but so um, let's check this out. So January, there was nothing interesting that I found coming out in January. Like I, I just there was nothing. Um, I think again, a lot of that ties into COVID. They're probably trying to figure out if the theaters are going to open, they're trying to figure out what it's going to look like for people to go back. Are people going to want to go back or are they going to want to stream everything? Um, you Doesn't know, that I, all depend on like the vaccine and all that. I mean, I know they're just like pulling all that stuff out now, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it depends on whether the vaccine is widely available. Um, and I think whether a, whether movie theaters are open, but B whether or not 
people are too afraid to go to the movie theater, which we went and saw, what did we see? Tenet. Julia and I went and saw Tenet when it came out. It was clean. Yeah. We went to the Florence Theater and we went and saw it. It was a Cinemark. And it was clean. Like the, everything was clean. They wiped everything down once we got our popcorn and stuff. Like the seats were all wiped down. Like there was a little sign there that said like, this has been sanitized from, you know. And there were four people in the movie theater. Like there was nobody there. It was awesome. But, um, That's, so yeah. Man, I miss the old movie theaters. I, like, really I used to do. walk. I used to walk out and I would have like popcorn kernels stuck in my shoe mm-hmm. from walking out of movie theater. I want that back. Let's yeah. bring that back. I know that yeah. wasn't sanitary, but let's bring it back, guys. Yeah, I'm, I just, I missed the whole experience because, you know, obviously running a movie, you, you can run a movie and it's going to be the same experience. You know, if you run a movie from Blockbuster versus running a movie on HBO or on, you know, primetime or whatever. But like going to the movie theater is a completely different experience. So I, I, I really hope we don't lose that. I don't think we will. I think they'll bounce back. But I mean, yeah, I figure they will. We'll figure it out. But all right. So February on February 26th, we have Tom and Jerry. This is going to be directed by Tim Story. Um, it's starring Chloe Grace Marex, Michael Pena, Ken Young, um, and a whole bunch of other people. I forget who is actually playing Tom and who's playing Jerry. They don't have uh, voices. Do they, do they even talk? No, I don't think they do talk. No. Okay. I never really, I was never really a big Tom and Jerry. I mean, it was funny, I guess, when I was little, but I never really mm-hmm. got into it. The trailer kind of struck me as weird because it's got that like who framed Roger Rabbit thing going on <laughs> where it's like, it's kind of animated, but it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, it's basically cartoon characters like um, coexisting with like actual actors. Yeah. And it's pretty much the same thing as uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And it's kind of, and hopefully, uh, I think Space Jam is probably going to do the same thing. But let's be honest, like, it's either that or we get whatever the hell they gave us with Sonic in the first run. Yeah. And we all and know I mean, who, much, who hated that. I didn't even see Sonic. I didn't care to see Sonic. <laughs> I just think, I, I just, I didn't care. Um, yeah. I love Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I need to watch that again. It's been way too long since I've seen that movie. Yeah, for sure. I'd need to watch it again too. Yeah. I like but, the, I like those types of movies. It seemed very um, kooky to some degree, which is pretty much what I kind of right, got right. the gist of with this uh, trailer. I remember when I saw this trailer, I showed it to a friend, and she was like, "This is either gonna bomb <laughs> or it's actually gonna be funny." Like we, yeah. we we honestly don't know. Right, and I mean I don't know. I it'll be fun. It'll it'll just be a fun you know a fun movie. Um, in March, moving on to March. Coming to America. So this is the sequel to Coming to America from, I'm not sure what year the first one came out. I think it was in the 80s. I think it was in like the late 80s um, with Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. Have you seen Coming to America? I literally saw it last night. I love yeah. that movie. I <laughs> need to rewatch it before this one. Um, I believe a lot of the same cast is coming back. I th- think... Um, James Earl Jones is coming back, I believe. Oh, that is awesome. He's got to be up there. He still looks the same. Let's be honest. There's a couple I mean, he of does. older actors here that just never age. Yeah. But and I think it's cool that the whole cast is back. Half the cast was Eddie Murphy. Do you not remember that? I know. But I mean, like a lot of like his parents and the people that came with them from Africa, 
So. Oh yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. Did you see I, the trailer for part two? I, I like briefly saw it, and uh, I I liked it a lot. And yeah. uh, actually, I think I see right here it says it is including James Earl Jones. Yep. And uh, let me read this real quick. It says. Akeem learns that he has long lost son he never knew about who might be heir to the tr- to the throne. Oh man, yeah, that's so actually really weird. He's going to New York. Um, I don't know. It's that's going to be a fun one. I was kind of shocked that this is only going to be on Amazon Prime. Is it really? Yeah, I mean, it's an it's an Amazon original. Which, again, the world we're living in, I understand. They probably knew they were making a sequel to that, and Amazon was like, "We want it." Yeah, pretty <laughs> you know much. what I mean. Pretty but, much. So that'll be a fun one. I remember watching that when I was like in high school with my parents. My parents showed that to me and I thought it was hilarious. Um, I thought McDowell was a real thing. I'm not going to lie. When I first saw it, I was like, I was like, dad, can we go to McDowell? He's like, McDonald's? I said, no, let's go to McDowell. McDowell. Um, like I want a Big Mick, not a Big Mac. Okay, guys. Did you see the same people there? The, all of the people in the barbershop that Arsenio and Eddie played, they're still going to play all those same characters. Yeah, because it's all Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so like I love that. So, so I can't wait to see this one. That's pretty cool. Um, next, March 19th, we have Morbius. I'm not going to lie. I haven't – I didn't really dive into Morbius until I rewatched the trailer this afternoon. I think it's going to be kind of cool. It's going to be weird. It's going to be basically like an antihero kind of thing. Same as right. Venom. Right. Which, right. I'm, which I have no like – knowledge of the story of morbius i just know him as like some vampire villain that you know attacks spider-man yeah well the the official synopsis on imdb says biochemist michael morbius tries to cure himself of a rare blood disease but he inadvertently infects himself with a form of vampirism instead so he's trying to cure this crazy disease he's got but instead he turns himself into a vampire so I'm, that's kind of an odd – I'm curious to see how that, how that works. I mean, it's the same as, like, The Amazing Spider-Man whenever uh, – I forgot his name. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Connors, he becomes a lizard because he's trying to save his arm, I think, and, mm-hmm. you know, he ends up becoming a giant lizard. Right. So, I mean, it's pretty much the same premise. Almost every yeah. single one of uh, Spider-Man's villains are kind of like that. <laughs> They're very similar. Yeah, almost pretty similar, but yeah. still always entertaining. Right. I, you know, rewatching the trailer this afternoon, I couldn't help but notice, and I know we have this Spider-Verse movie coming up, the, the mural on the wall, you know, Jared Leto is like running down an alley, and there's mm-hmm. like a, a graffiti of Spider-Man up on the wall, and it says murderer across it. Yeah. It looks like um, Tobey Maguire's version of Spider-Man. It doesn't look like the Tom Holland suit. So it does. are they... Are, are they going to pull Venom and Morbius from a different universe and then throw them into the mix with this new Spider-Man movie? I have no clue, man. That's a that's a Pandora's box right there you're trying to I know we just talked about all this. But it, it, I'm it still trying to figure wonder. it out. I know. It just makes me wonder, like, what they're going to do. Because, it, I mean, it looks exactly like dead on Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man suit. Mm-hmm. So, But, I mean, I figured... I don't know. Whenever it came to Morbius, and then I heard Blade was coming out, which I love Blade. Yeah. I figured like those two are gonna meet up because you know Blade is a vampire killer and right. Morbius is a vampire. So right. the only thing I think Blade doesn't come out though until like late, late of well I can say next year now because it's not 2020 anymore. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, 
I think it's like late 22 or early 23. Like, I mean, we have a little while still for Blake. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I don't think Morbius is going to go anywhere. I mean, I think they're going to establish him as a, you know, a pretty major villain. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm curious to see what they do with that. I think it'll be a cool, a different, a villain that we haven't really seen so far. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've never had a live action Morbius. Yeah. I don't think so. So it will be interesting to see this take on. Yeah. I hope Jared Leto does a better job with Michael Morbius than he did with Joker from Suicide Squad. <laughs> you know, some people actually, <laughs> some people actually liked it, like that Joker and I, I can see why. It was okay. It worked in that movie, but like, I don't know. It's like I see Suicide Squad and then I watch like the new Joker film or I watch The Dark Knight and I'm like, nope. <laughs> it's, yeah. just, it's like, no. Um, I can almost, I'm sure everyone can agree that Jerry Lee in the bottom of Best Joker, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. And it still, it wasn't bad. It just, it just didn't, it didn't hit the mark for me. Yeah. It didn't hit the mark. So <laughs> I, gotcha. I don't know. All right, moving on. April, we have No Time to Die. This comes out on April 2nd. I have never, uh, confession, I have never seen a James Bond movie all the way through. Are you serious? I am dead serious. Dang. Aren't I, I, it, it never interested me. I don't know. Our entire family love James Bond, mainly because of like the, what is it? His like, what is it called? His uh, like main like piece that he carries, the Walther PPK. Like that's like, our entire family loves that gun. So like every time we see him shoot it, like it's just a blessing. Yeah. And especially um, Daniel Craig's like version of James Bond. It's mm-hmm. so gritty because yeah. all the other James Bonds were like, you know, suave and sophisticated, which Daniel Craig does embody that, but he's so gritty when it comes down. Like he's so like uh he's such a like a gritty fighter and just you know right. every scene he has is like all the action is pretty great. And this movie right here, um I think it's gonna have Rami Malik. Do you know what I'm talking about? From yeah, um, he's a good Rami actor. Yeah. He's a good actor. He's yeah. a very good actor. If you have you seen Mr. Robot? I haven't. I've heard it's really good. Yeah. Like, but I haven't uh, seen it. I I figured he'd do a great job just based on that TV show because he did a pretty darn good job with that one too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't have anything against the James Bond films. I just never, you know, I, I, I've played the score. Um, you know, like I'm a musician, I'm a music teacher. I've, you know, I've played the score in concerts before. Um, it's great music. It's, I mean, I know it's a great story. I've just never, you know, I've never done it. So we might, we might need to make that a, a commentary series. Do all the oh, James yeah. Bond movies. That'd be kind of dope. For sure. We'll add so, to the list. So check that out. Um, so moving on, this is one that's another kind of interesting take on a video game. April 16th, Mortal Kombat. I think, isn't this the second remake? It's, uh, yeah, it's the second one. Yeah, and... I think they already remade it at one point. Well, no, they uh, they did one live action one like a while ago. I remember when like uh, whenever uh, I think it was a couple years ago. I remember they dropped a trailer about like this m- new Mortal Kombat movie that was coming out, and uh, it didn't have like a release date or anything. But they like made like a high budget trailer like talking about yeah. Mortal Kombat, and it was dope. It had a uh, Michael J. White in it. Who, if you guys really? know about Michael J. White, like, wait. Is, am I thinking of the same Michael J. White? He was in uh, uh, let me think. He was in Never Back Down Two, and he was in a couple other like you know low budget fight movies. 
Yeah. And uh, whenever I saw that trailer, I thought it was actually pretty dope. It was centered around centered around Scorpion, and it was a uh, it was a more like realistic approach to it. So like if I'll send you the video of that trailer, it's actually kind of dope. And then yeah, nothing I'll have happened. to check that out. But listen, nothing happened. Like I saw that trailer, and then no news came out. Like I don't know whether they just like didn't do the movie or not. Yeah. But then this came out, and it's going to be on HBO Max too, right? I That's believe so, streaming. yeah. It's going to be – I mean, I think everything being released on HBO Max is going to be in the movie theater too, but I think they have the silver lining of it being on HBO Max. So this will be one that is released on HBO Max like simultaneously with the theatrical release. Gotcha. And I'm, I'm actually kind of curious which um, – which, um, storyline or story arc they're going to go by because honestly mortal Kombat has been rebooted like three or four times if i'm not mistaken yeah like ever well, since the arcade and the thing with video game adaptations is like there's so many different places you could go like you could do anything you could literally do anything you want i don't know about that there's a lot of like uh diehard fans that want to see certain things and if they don't do it it's gonna right. be like another adaptation that people hate well, and that, I mean, that's the same thing with like Resident Evil. I mean, we have the new Resident Evil movie that's, I, I believe that's supposed to come out this year. I don't know when exactly, um, but they just wrapped filming on that. I mean, you know, have, did you see Paul W.S. Anderson's Resident Evil movies? Are you talking about the one with like Mia Yakovich? Yeah, Mila Jovovich. Oh, okay, yeah, definitely say her name, right? I yeah. apologize <laughs> if you ever see this. But yeah, I saw those. Those are all right. They were okay. They just were like... The first two were sort of in line with the games, kind of. The last, okay. like, five or six were, like, it, I mean, it was, like, we were kind of going, and then we just tailspun, and it was, like, a completely <laughs> different direction. And, like, I don't know, the, the thing with, I, I'm sure Mortal Kombat is like this, the thing with video game adaptations is, like, you have to do the characters right, because that was the problem, that was my biggest problem with, Paul W.S. Anderson's Resident Evil films was that there are so many good characters with like deep backgrounds that you have to like dive into. Yeah. And I mean, the later Resident Evil sequels, it was like Lean on Kennedy, Chris Red. I mean, it was just like throwing characters at you without any backstory. Like they were just there to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where it starts to get like, I don't care. Like you lose interest in the movie at that point because you know these characters and you know their backstory from the game and then when they're not getting any justice on the screen it's like okay yeah i remember you i remember mentioning about i remember i ranted you one day about that i think it was like the first no it wasn't the first it was like the i don't know fifth resident evil i was telling you like who is this guy with the long hair like what's his deal and then you're like you remember i asked you about that the guy with the long hair yeah it turned out to be Leon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Leon. Yeah. I was like, who is this little cat? Oh. And then yeah. you said, oh, that's Leon. And I was like, he, don't, no, but, he doesn't look anything like him. I mean, exactly. He's like a main character in, in the franchise. And he, he had like the one cameo in the one movie. I mean, there was no like, but there, there's no explanation for why they're there. They're just there to like throw lead at zombies. Like, that's basically it. <laughs> And, like, I think with this Mortal Kombat cast, like, there are so many different characters. They need to, like, choose wisely and pick the ones that they're really going to give, like, actual story to and, mm-hmm. like, substance. Or else mm-hmm. it's just, like, you, people are just going to lose interest. It's not going to matter. 
yeah like in this in this one they have to focus on um they have to focus i would love to see them focus more on scorpion and um sub-zero because that storyline is like absolutely dope like in the video games their storyline is absolutely awesome yeah which i'm sure they're gonna like they'll probably follow like the original storyline if I'm not mistaken, so we won't know like the whole history of what happened. Right. Which, if you guys haven't played the Mortal Kombat games, you know what I'm talking about. Like, the stories run deep, and um, I think in the first one they just like you know breeze right through. Like, oh, here's why everyone's acting this way. But and then there's like more into it as you can progress through the games. But I'm pretty hyped about this one. It said uh, it's coming out when, like April, April 16th. As of now, April 16th of this year. So, yeah, this one was supposed to open up in uh, January 15th. Yep, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So we'll see. Um, it's kind of funny, dude. So in, in Florida, I was born in Florida. Um, and in the county we lived in, there was a um, there was an ice rink. And it was like, it was a hangout spot. You know what I mean? And I remember like going there for birthday parties and hanging out with my friends and stuff. And all of the arcade games, I remember playing Mortal Kombat sitting there with all the arcade yeah. games and yep. that that's the only time i ever really remember playing mortal kombat honestly i don't ever remember playing it anywhere else other than there but you only played the arcades yeah i think i've only ever played the arcade ones dang man i played almost every single one of them most yeah. of them are just like dumb and cheesy but yeah the newest ones that came out they're they're pretty dope yeah and they also introduced some like uh movie characters i don't know if you knew about that i didn't know that yeah, so like instead of like they obviously they like move forward with like the with the storyline and they add those characters, but they mm-hmm. also like they have like combat packs where there's like movie characters. So like in this new Mortal Kombat game, they have Rambo, they have the Terminator. Really? Yeah, like I That's would buy that dope. game. It's pretty. Dope, Actually, yeah. I do. I have seen that because they have Negan in one of them. Negan from The Walking Dead. I don't think so. I think that's in another game. Is it? Yeah. I might be thinking of something different. I don't know. But. Yeah, they have, like, all these other uh, movie characters, which is so dope. Yeah. So, I mean, I would highly recommend you play that game. Yeah. Um, I actually, I forgot one. Um, this isn't really, this is not going to be a theatrical release or anything. Um, in Search of Tomorrow on April 1st. Have you heard of In Search of Darkness? No. It's a documentary film. It's, like, four and a half hours long. Um, it came out a few years ago. I haven't seen it yet. I really want to. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Um, but it's In Search of Darkness was about 80s horror movies. It was like a documentary about like 80s horror and like how it was such a big craze. Well, they're doing another one called In Search of Tomorrow. It's all about 80s sci-fi films. That's actually kind of dope. That's I know. It, like it looks really good. I mean, I've heard In Search of Darkness is amazing. Like the extent like the interviews that they got for that movie are crazy so, i know i like those documentaries where they talk about the movies I, know. I think it's really interesting there's um there's one called never sleep again that's about the um a nightmare on elm street franchise mm-hmm. it's it is one it may be the best documentary i've ever seen and it, it, it's like the way it's done like it's so well done and like the way it's laid out is perfect so it, I, I, I think that would be really interesting. I would love to watch that. That's on Amazon Prime only? It probably will be unless you buy it. Uh, I got to get an Amazon Prime account. I know. And it's, it's I literally, like, that was I literally the bad borrowed. thing. Yeah. That was the bad thing about In Search of Darkness. It's like 60 bucks. Nope. I'm good. 
no but documentary is good enough for look, uh, look what bucks. you're getting though it's like four and a half five hours long plus all the content and i mean it's crazy so mm, so not spending 60 bucks <laughs> sorry I, I, it, I thought it was interesting um moving on april 23rd a quiet place part two now i don't did you see a quiet place part one i did and i, I liked loved it. it i thought yep. it was awesome um the whole i i thought it, it was really simple like it wasn't it's such a simple concept and a simple script like it doesn't have to be over the top i know you they have to do the cgi creatures and stuff but i mean like even the the set design and everything i mean it was so simple mm-hmm. you know they're they're in their house um they're walking around barefoot on the sand to try to you know keep quiet i mean it, it was so simple so I'm kind of curious now that John Krasinski's character is gone. Of mm-hmm. course, he's returning to direct it. But now that his character's gone, where are they going to go? They're kind of having to go off in the world. Um, and she's got a newborn baby on her hands, too, with their other two kids. So, like, which can be very loud. That's going to be real loud. That's going to be really interesting. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of curious. I, and the trailers for that, have you seen the trailer for part two? I have, and it looks like they're gonna delve into like, uh, what's it called? What happened like when the yeah. apocalypse like started? When the aliens started coming? Yeah. So I'm excited to see how that happened because obviously everyone gets absolutely uh, floored by all these aliens because everyone's just running around screaming. They don't know that they can only hear sound. Yeah, I'll tell you what. That's like my guilty pleasure. Like, like you know how much I love zombie stuff. I know that's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> it did. Weird it's sad, it's sad, it sounded kind of sus, my guy. <laughs> um, but like, I mean, I'm a huge but zombie keep, fan. Come on, buddy. And you know, I'm a I'm a huge Walking Dead fan. I love Resident Evil, all of the old like Romero, Night of the Living Dead, Day of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead. Um, the whole concept of like what happens when society starts to fall apart in that scenario is really interesting. I bet it is, and I'm sure you were happy about last year too. No, I was not. When society actually, yeah, no, I'm sure you're happy to live it, weren't you? No, I say this in a pure entertainment (laughs) fashion. I I want COVID to suck a dick. Like I don't. uh, I mean, I I want COVID to go away. But um, you know, even like 28 days later, have you seen that? No. 28, dude. 28 days later is one of the few movies that actually scares me. Like, I enjoy watching it, but it actually freaks me out. We'll have to watch that. It's a zombie movie. Uh, okay, I figure. It is, yeah, we'll watch it. It's crazy. Um, which is kind of funny. I mentioned 28 Days Later because Cillian Murphy, who is the main character in 28 Days Later, is in this movie. I don't know who he's playing exactly. Um, I, I assume it's going to be someone that they meet up with after um, they're kind of off on the road trying to evade these things. Mm-hmm. so i don't know i think it'll be interesting but the i the first one had heart i mean it had it was emotional but it was also scary and it's a scary concept i mean like there's always it's scary the killer around the corner but this is more like you can't do any i mean what can you do it's mainly you know suspenseful I mean? it's suspenseful yeah. to me it was more suspenseful to me than it was scary right it's more because suspenseful like, thriller pretty much yeah because like even like when i would see the creatures and they're trying to be quiet like i'm over here holding my breath too like yeah don't yeah. want to do anything well and then when they do make noise it's like it all it's like the adrenaline rushes through you know what i mean you're like holy shit what like oh, yeah pretty what much do do? but and i mean i think it's it's one of those things where it's like you're it's in your mind like 
you put yourself in their shoes and it's like, what do you do? If you can't make noise, what do you do? I mean, like, think about you walking around your house alone. You still make noise, you know? It's, it's yeah. just, it's wild. It's kind of a crazy thought. Um, I would have to hold my fart in every single second I get. <laughs> um, but the official synopsis for that one says, following the events at home, the Abbott family now face the terrors of the outside world, forced to venture into the unknown. They realize the creatures that hunt by sound are not the only threat lurking beyond the sand pack. So that's think, a good synopsis. That's an A-plus synopsis right there. Whoever <laughs> yeah. wrote that. I, yeah, I agree. I think they're talking about humans, mm-hmm. to be honest. It's going to be yeah, about humans. I about to say, it's not going to just be another like creature that's going to be lurking around. Right. So I, I almost, I'm almost certain that they're going to face with like, you know, uh, civilization after society collapse, which yeah. is, and you I know. Would, I would guess that's where like Cillian Murphy's character comes in and, you know, all these other people. Pretty much, so. yeah. All right, moving on. May. In May, uh, May 7th, we have Black Widow. I am stoked for this. I've had a, a man crush on Black Widow for the duration of the MCU. <laughs> I'm, I'm Again, you, you, I think the phrase is woman crush. What? You said you have a man crush on Scarlett Johansson? Moving on. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. That didn't make no sense to me. I mean, I'm a grown man, but whatever. That's fair. <laughs> Anyways, um, anyway, yeah. I, I'm excited for her to get her own her own movie. I think she's yeah. deserved it for a long time. Her character has been an integral part of the MCU. Um, she she deserves it. I mean, she's definitely earned her place, and I'm glad Hawkeye is getting his his one off too. Yeah, but it's gonna be a TV series. This is like a legitimate, like full on fledged movie, which I'm sure yeah. each of them have like the same budget, but. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson has been here since hell, uh, Iron Man 2. I know. She's like one of the original ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which yeah. It's kind of fitting that her and Tony both died in Endgame since they were like the original. They were literally her. And I know it wasn't Mark Ruffalo at the time, but her and the Hulk and Tony were, were it, you know? True. So. And Happy. Don't forget about Happy Hogan. And Happy. Yep. Yep. Um, I believe this takes place in between Civil War and Infinity War. So we're yes. kind of gonna we're kind of gonna fill in the gaps a little bit with what what exactly happened um, during that time for her and kind of dive into. I, I'm kind of wondering if we'll get any cameos from anybody. I mean, we have to get one from Captain America, right? Probably. Yeah, and also I think there's supposed to be a cameo of Iron Man, Tony Stark. Yeah, I I could completely see that happening because you know people would like pee themselves, mm-hmm. and so uh, it should be know. interesting. I would. I hope not, because then uh, the movie theater is going to have to sanitize it again. So let's just be careful, guys. Oh my God. Unless this is, <laughs> unless this is uh, going to be, uh, is it going to be in the movie theaters or is it actually going to be streamed? Uh, I believe this is going to be in the theater. This will be a uh, theatrical okay. release. All right, I got so, you. I, well, that's I think exciting. I think Disney's like okay with releasing like Mulan on Disney Plus. But I think when they have something like this that they know is going to put butts in the seats, I think they're like movie theater. Like yeah, they're ready, yeah. you know? I agree. So, um, I think that'll be a cool one. Then we have Godzilla versus Kong on May 21st. If you want to go back, I'm going to throw that um, thumbnail down below for our episode three. We talked about Godzilla versus Kong ad nauseum. Um, that's going to be a crazy one. So we're, we're going to settle a debate once that comes out on May 21st. 
Oh yeah, for sure. It's gonna be date night for the two of us. We're gonna watch it. it. Yep. We're gonna go together. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, all right. Moving on, we have Spiral. Now, Spiral is a spinoff of Saw. I don't think it's a direct sequel to the franchise. I think it's like a uh, a true crime version of Saw, basically. Um, now, even me being a horror fan, I was never a fan of Saw. Um, I felt like the Saw franchise had no had no substance to it. It was just watching people get tortured, and I'm I don't know. Oh dang! Yeah, have you seen Saw? That's a big leap. That's a big assumption. It's actually pretty interesting because it's right. uh, it mainly follows like people that's like obviously done wrong, right? And they they're like you know, paying for what they've done. That's pretty right. much the premise of it. But also it follows uh, Pharaoh's uh, Jigsaw, who Jigsaw. like is the puppet master of the whole thing. Yeah. So like it's it's pretty interesting. It's again it's it's not my cup of tea either, mainly because I don't like watching those movies because it's those are actually kind of scary because it's like you're in a room and you're trying to escape and in order in order to do that, you have to like either severely hurt yourself or like kill the other guy. Yeah, I I, so I don't know. it's it just. Creepy. It never did it for me, but this actually looks really interesting because, um, I mean, it's going to star Chris Rock, Samuel L. Jackson. Um, oh, I can't wait it, for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it looks like a true crime um, version of what Saw would be. So I, I think it's going to be less brutal, less like watching people like rip their skin apart and stuff and mm-hmm. more like detective-ish. Um, if, if you've seen Seven, with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. Yeah. I think it's going to be kind of similar to that. So That's actually I, dope. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually trying to get Julia to watch Seven. I bought it oh, on really? DVD. Yeah, she's <laughs> never seen it. I love that movie. That's a good movie. You two are going to be making references in your house every single day. Like, it's going to be hilarious. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the fucking box? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think Spiral is going to be interesting. Um, more thriller than like gory horror. You know? Yes, I almost I'm so, almost certain of that. Um, and you know it'll I, I'm sure it'll be a Jigsaw copycat because I believe at the end of the franchise Jigsaw died. Uh, I haven't sure. seen I haven't seen the final the final Saw movie. I know that he faked his death, and I know that there was a copycat Jigsaw. Right. I know, like, you're, you're correct on all those, but I don't know, like, how the whole storyline plays out, so. Yeah, I, I'm kind of assuming, based on the trailer, that this is going to be a, a copycat of, um, of Jigsaw. So, yeah, someone well, kind of doing, maybe even someone that survived, that survived one of the games. Yeah. Is I, coming back to, like, you know, pay revenge. I don't know. You know what trauma does to people. So, I mean, something like that. Yeah, I oh. agree. And also, you know, it's going to be RIP to Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson's character because they're obviously going to die in this movie. That's almost how every – yeah. Every single uh, Jigsaw movie I've seen, the main characters pretty much die. Mm. Or they get trapped in, a you know, another uh, puzzle. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I think the, the duo of Chris Rock and Sam Jackson is going to be awesome. That's yeah. going to be a fun duo right there. <laughs> yep. Um, so, of course, moving on, we have June. Actually, no, not June. I apologize. Um, Cruella comes out on May 28th. Cruella is the live action, like, prequel to 101 Dalmatians. 
Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what the heck is Cruella? Yeah. Now I remember. Okay. As... <laughs> nope. Honestly, never seen 101 Dal- Dalmatians. What? But, yep. You've seen never it. seen 101 Dalmatians? Nope. Who the hell are you? Were you I'm ever a child at some point? Have you seen King Arthur from Disney? Yes. No, The Sword in the Stone? Yes. Okay, no. Yeah, then I just – I never chose to watch that one then. Wow. I saw I, those. I think 101 Dalmatians – well, it, they had a couple of animated movies, 101 Dalmatians, 102 Dalmatians. I don't know if there was a third one. And then they did live-action, like, reboots of them. And I, I thought the live-action ones were really good. Um, but this is a prequel about Cruella DeVille when she was younger and how she comes to, like, hate dogs and whatever – Emma Stone is playing Cruella DeVille. It's going to be weird seeing Emma Stone hate dogs. I'll tell you what, though. There's a picture of it, of her in the makeup, and she's got three Dalmatians with her. It looks dope. She actually looks (laughs) real. It looks good. So I don't know. That'll be just a fun one. I'm I'm curious to see. Um, I don't think that's getting an HBO. That's another Disney one. So I'm sure that's going to be a theatrical release, unless they decide to do what they did with Mulan and throw that guy on Disney+. Plus. They probably will, unfortunately, because it's not a – how do I say? It's not what you would say a mainstream kind of movie. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, those, I mean, like this movie is going to be for people that are, like, fans of that franchise. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think they'll do that with Black Widow? No. Almost certain that they'll probably end up doing a theatrical. Yeah. That'll probably release. make enough money in the theater that they'll, that they'll be fine, you know? People will literally get vaccinated just to see that movie. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, this is one I know you'll be excited about. Fast Nine. Yep. I know it's May twenty-eighth. They they're literally just milking the hell out of this movie. <laughs> they really not. are. I mean, I I've I remember I would go over to your all's house and watch all the fast movies and I'm they're okay. I like them. I mean, I like them for what they are for a get drunk and have fun night watching movies, but I was never a huge fan of them. That's because you were, you weren't a fan of cars, my guy. Yeah, I'm not a car am, guy, so that's probably I am a why. Huge, I am a huge car guy. My, uh, oil runs into my entire family's blood. So, right. like, we are all car guys. So whenever we saw Fast and Furious, or The Fast and the Furious, it, it literally struck a nerve. We love that movie. It, I mean, the Fast and Furious franchise basically opened up the car culture. I mean, it was yeah. kind of like an underground thing, but when The Fast and the Furious came out, it like made it mainstream right and now that's why you have so many um car culture uh, videos all over youtube and that's why there's so many accounts that you know talk about cars and that's why there's a lot more um uh car meets now coming up nowadays because you know because the fast and the furious it made it mainstream yeah but here's the big but <laughs> The Fast and Furious franchise did go a little bit overboard in the past couple of movies. Like it, it kind of, really it, it kind of just went into like a whole like, uh, not not family, but like it like went really off the deep. It, it steered away from the car culture. Like we started seeing less cars, less um, realistic modified cars that you would see in the daily uh, scene. And it just went to like these like big blockbuster things. There's a joke running around where they're saying like, "Oh, Fast Ten is going to be in space," which I'm almost <laughs> certain they probably would do that, and yeah. I wouldn't put it past them to do it. 
I don't they're know. Gonna they're gonna have it. They're gonna have Vin Diesel driving like a Dodge Charger off at the space station or something. <laughs> and and he's gonna land perfect. Like he's gonna land on like the surface of the earth and be fine. And like everything's <laughs> fine. Like pretty much. I can almost see that because I don't know if you saw the trailer to this. What he drives off a cliff and he gets hooked by like a yeah. chain. That doesn't well, happen. Wasn't like, there one where he drove like through like two skyscrapers? Like he yeah. drove like out of a skyscraper and then into another one and out the other side. Like that's the point where it's like, okay, this is fun, but and the I'm laws not, of physics, like, yeah, that doesn't yeah. work. Not at all. I don't know. I, I, and I think the cast list is so big. I mean, Vin Diesel, Tyrese Gibson, John Cena, Michelle Rodriguez, Charlize Theron. I mean, it's like endless amount of people that are going to be in this. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I feel like they're kind of having their their little contest, like the Expendables did, of like how many big action stars can we like throw in this thing to get asses in the seats? You know what I mean? Most likely. And also, you know, everyone, you know, uh, RIP uh, Paul Walker, because, you know, he was like the front runner of this and, uh, you know, unfortunate to his untimely uh, death, like the Fast and Furious franchise honestly had to like move forward. And the story was mainly centered around Paul Walker, but it started moving more towards uh Dominic Toretto, uh, Vin Diesel's character, which is good too. But I think in this one, it's talking about uh, his uh, his little brother or big brother, mm-hmm. which uh, John Cena plays. Which is like, what? Yeah, it's at the point where it's like every single movie is like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna have to fight your uh, stepbrother or you're gonna have to fight your uh, <laughs> mother-in-law. Like uh, Jason Statham's in this movie too, right? I believe so. Yeah, not mistaken. Yeah. So like, obviously, like, it's just it's just so many like connected things, but it's still entertainment to me. Like, I right. I still love seeing those cars driving around and jumping off cliffs. Like, cool. I I'll, I'm I'm gonna pay money to see this. Yeah. Well, it's Fast Twelve is gonna be like, join us as Vin Diesel fights his dad's sister's brother's cousin's husband's <laughs> aunt. yeah yeah pretty much pretty much also real quick i know that in this one they're bringing back um they're bringing back han from uh fast and furious 3 tokyo drift which Mm. is it's gonna like uh it i'm sure that made a lot of people a lot of uh fans really happy to see that because everyone like pretty much thought you know spoiler alert that he died in the movies but you know he he comes back because you know why? Because they want that they want that cash. <laughs> right. They want that. If they can write him in the script, they're gonna throw him in. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Um, I, I like Tokyo Drift. That was a good movie. Yeah, it was probably. I think I, I, it was that's one probably of my, my that's probably my favorite of all of them. Yeah, I still, I agree too. So, all right, now moving on to June. Um, June fourth, The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. I don't know. Have you kept up with the Conjuring films? Not at all. they're okay it basically it's um they're based on ed and lorraine warren who were actually two real paranormal investigators these are all like based on true stories um this one the the uh synopsis is really really interesting check this out the devil made me do it reveals a chilling store of terror murder and the unknown evil that shocked even experienced real life paranormal investigators ed and lorraine warren one of the most sensational cases from their files, it starts with a fight for the soul of a young boy, then takes them beyond anything they'd ever seen before to mark the first time in U.S. history that a murder suspect would claim demonic possession as a defense. Mm. Kind of interesting. Yeah, that's actually kind of sketch. Like, I, I, 
I know Julia and I watched the the first couple of Conjuring movies. They're okay. I'm I'm more of a slasher zombie horror guy, but mm-hmm. um, they were all right. I mean, they you know, I, I it's creepy that it's based on a true story. That's every creepy. time every time I see it based on a true story, I'm just like, oh, yep, this is gonna give me nightmares, or yeah. this is why I'm gonna keep my door closed. This is why I'm yeah. gonna hide under my blanket. Lorraine Warren actually died. Like I want to say it was like in the last two or three years. I mean, they were real. Like, she was an old woman. Holy cow, really? Like, recently? Yeah, yeah, like, recently. Like, she was in, I think she was in, like, her 70s or 80s. I mean, she was old. Holy cow. Yeah, I think her husband had died prior, but, I mean, they were, like, it was real. I mean, The Conjuring is, like, that whole series is based on, like, true, true events. So. That makes it even more dope and scary at the same time. I know. I think, it'll be interesting. I I haven't kept up, like, completely with those movies, but this one actually kind of, like, I read that synopsis and I was like, that's kind of interesting, like different, you know? Yeah, for sure. And again, I'm, I'm interested for that. I mean, I'm sure after I, um, after I watch this movie, I'm going to have to like, you know, pray the rosary later, to, <laughs> later that night, because you know, I, I, I don't need any of that in my life. You're going to want to go like sit in church with your Bibles for like four hours and just like yeah. sit there and not do anything. <laughs> Pretty much where um, I only feel safe. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. Next we have June 11th, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I think that's going to be a fun one. I'm I'm excited for that one too. I mean, the newest reboot, the Ghostbusters, it did well. The one with the all woman cast. Yeah, it did well. Okay. Careful what you say. I know. I I'm all. <laughs> I I do not say this as a. I don't think they should have made it all female. I I had no problem with the all female cast. That was cool. It was a cool, like, different take on it. I enjoyed it. But the script for that movie sucked. It was <laughs> not good. Like, I am sorry, but it sucked. Mm, okay. Like, it, it could have been a legitimate remake, and they still could have made it an all-female cast. But, yeah, uh, I, like, again, my issue is not with the all-female cast. My issue is with the fact that, like, the lines they were reading and the scenes were terrible. Like, so I don't yeah. know. And then John Cena, was it John Cena that came out at the end? No, it was, I don't know. I know Chris Hemsworth was in it. Chris, Hem- Chris Hemsworth, that's who it was. Yeah. And Chris Hem. I mean, his character, I was like, why? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, I remember watching that and thinking, you know, he's such a good actor. Like, why did he waste his time on this? You know oh I mean? really yeah like i i just i didn't i don't know it, and a lot of people may have thought it was funny i didn't think it was funny I, it, it just didn't hit for me all of the actresses they got awesome i like them I, I think the actresses that played them in the movie were funny they're mm-hmm. funny in real life i'm fans of them in real life but i just that movie it, the the everything that came together for that movie i was not about it i, I just gotcha. it, it didn't do it for me um I know this is supposed to have um, Paul Rudd, um, obviously from everything. Um, Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. He's supposed to have a role in this. And I believe there is a mother and Finn Wolfhard and his sister who their grandfather is one of the original Ghostbusters. Oh, really? Yes, and that's how this all ties in. I don't know who Paul Rudd's character is, I have a feeling that they're leaving it like off the radar on purpose 
but I think that Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and Sigourney Weaver are going to be in this movie because really? she kind of she kind of leaked that like without she pulled a Tom Holland and like said something that I don't think she should have in an interview um, saying that they were filming this so I, I think they're going to be in it which I think is dope yeah, I think you know this I mean? is probably this is probably like their you know second shot at like seeing what they can do with the Ghostbusters. I know, and I mean there's I potential there. I agree too. I mean I love Paul Rudd, and uh, I'm excited to see what his story is in this. I mean obviously yeah. from the picture I'm seeing right now, I mean he's holding uh, the device that holds the ghost. Yeah, and um, you know it's gonna be interesting. I mean obviously they'll probably like let loose some of the ghosts that they've kept you know right. trapped. Yeah, so it, it'll be interesting. They also they're bringing back the. Uh, the original uh what's it called i don't know what they call it the ghost mobile you know what i'm talking about yeah like are they, they're bringing back the original yeah they're bringing yeah. back the original one which is gonna be dope so yeah. I, I love that yeah that'll be cool um i don't know i i i like the original ghostbusters films i think they're fun i haven't like seen them straight through i've seen bits and pieces of it and i liked it yeah i they're, love bill murray he's funny real good 80s 90s fun like Pretty much, yeah. That's what it is. Um, so next we have on May, or I'm sorry, June. I keep saying May. I'm stuck in May for some reason. June 25th, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Yeah. Again, I'm psyched to see it. I want to see where they go. I'm really intrigued to see Woody Harrelson playing uh, Carnage. Yeah. Woody Harrelson is such an oddball character. I mean, actor. So like whatever yeah. he plays is always going to be fun. Yeah, he is an oddball character. <laughs> but I, I don't know. He he plays crazy really, really well in the same way that, like, Christian Bale or Michael Keaton plays crazy really well. Yeah. You want to get nuts? Let's get yeah. <laughs> It's like that same kind of, like, I don't know. It, it's just they play crazy well. And I think he's going to bring a lot of that, like, serial killer psychopath to the role. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. Who's the, who's the person that gets the symbiote of carnage i forgot what his name was cletus cast uh cletus cast yeah that's yep. i mean when i saw that uh after credit scene uh in venom i mean it it introduces him in such a good way like i'm excited yeah. to see how i'm excited to see how he escapes and what he does afterwards right. and how eddie brock is gonna like uh be connected to it all well and you know i i'm i kind of i kind of expect morbius and venom um to join the mcu because everything we've heard, shout out, if you watch episode two of Let's Talk Movies, we talked about this, again, ad nauseum. You know, I, I think Venom and Morbius are not going anywhere. I think they're going to still be a part of that greater Spider-Man universe. Mm -hmm. um, and I would really like to see a Venom, Spider-Man, and Carnage movie. Like, all three of them fighting each other because i mean you know that's a big part of the comic books too yeah is the three much. of them fighting so like i think that would be really cool i mean let this just be spider-man or um, not spider-man the venom and carnage going at it because that's going to be brutal but then i mean take the next venom movie and have tom holland spider-man thrown in that you know what i mean and then have have it you know you get your moment of spider-man and venom fighting but then make it kind of turn Venom into that anti-hero that he is in the comic books and let Spider-Man and Venom fight Carnage together. I'm you know all for I mean? that. I, I think that would be dope. 
mm-hmm. would be a really cool use of him. Um, I don't want to see Carnage die at the end of this. Yeah. Which I'm I'm sure he won't. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hope they don't kill him off because obviously he's such like a pivotal character. Yeah. And uh, he obviously gives uh, Venom and uh, Spider-Man like hell throughout the comics. And, uh, you know, if they end up killing him off, I mean, what, I mean, what's left? I know. So I mean, obviously there's plenty of like uh, other characters they can go with, but I mean, in order for Venom and Spider-Man to like connect with each other <laughs> in the greater span of the MCU, like there has to be like a symbiote, um, enemy that they both right. have to fight. So, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it would be a cool, if you're going to have Spidey and Venom team up, it would be a cool idea for it to be against Carnage. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep, because I you always have like that banter between Venom and Spider-Man where like they hate each other, but they also don't like it. You know what I mean? It's just like a, honestly, Spider-Man probably hates Venom, but Venom likes Spider-Man. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. That one will be fun. Um, moving on to July. Top Gun Maverick. I'm sorry. Every time I Top Gun's fine. I I'm not gonna be racing to the movie theater to go see this. I'm I'm not a huge Top Gun guy. I um, will. My parents liked it a lot. The original. I'm, I mean, um, the only thing I can think of whenever I see Tom Cruise now is his like, what are you his doing? Like his yeah. whole rant. Like that's all I think about though. <laughs> Pretty much, which which is absolutely nothing. Uh... It doesn't. It's, there's no similarity between Tom Cruise and the way uh, Maverick acts in the movie. Like it's it's day and night. But I mean, like I, like Brad said, he's a teacher, and I'm uh, I'm planning to become a pilot soon in my life. And you know, every uh, student pilot that's you know trying to get their career and being in aviation, yeah, they all they all can recite uh, Top Gun. You know, from the beginning yeah. to end. So we're all fans of Top Gun. And uh, I'm excited to see what happens in this second one. Obviously, yeah. I think uh, Maverick ends up being an instructor and teaching uh, the new uh, students. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how a um, what's it called a hothead kind of guy uh, end up teaching all these new uh, recruits. So I'm excited to see it. Um, yeah. You know, I love seeing the dog fights and everything. Just the whole aspect of the flying. It just you know it brings joy to me every time I see it. <laughs> I think it said he's a test pilot. He's a test pilot? I thought he was teaching. Because in the synopsis, it says, after more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Mitchell, Maverick, is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement and rank that would ground him. Oh, okay. So I must have read a completely oddball synopsis then because yeah. that's actually that's actually pretty interesting and it's also mm-hmm. kind of like a horror for some pilots because we're all we're all worried about automation taking our jobs away so yeah, yeah that's that's that'll be interesting to see yeah i don't know i do you feel like tom cruise plays the same role in every movie yes but we all I love feel, it i feel like he plays every character the same I'm yes not but lie. we all love it we all love it we're all for it I don't know. either we love it or scientology ends us all that's all i gotta say Again, guys, don't don't ever question Scientology. That's the, that's the only religion I will never make fun of. Oh. I, I don't I don't want to cross that threshold ever. <laughs> Moving on, <laughs> July 9th, we have Shang Shang Chi. I always I said Shang Chi. Apparently, Kevin Feige said Shang Chi. 
I'm almost certain he's wrong, too. I'm just going to say know. that. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings comes out July 9th. Um, I know virtually nothing about this character. Um, you, you, you explained the Ten Rings to me briefly and what that was. I, I, this one is kind of foreign to me. I'm not going to lie. I mean, same, too, because, uh, I mean, I don't know much about this movie. I don't know much about that uh, character in the Marvel, in the Marvel uh, universe. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see it because they do it. The MCU does a good job of bringing in characters that we didn't they necessarily do. know, and we end up loving them. Like Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, yeah. nobody really knew about the Guardians of the Galaxy, but right. the second it was released, everyone fell in love. So Definitely. Well, even some of the side characters in Thor. I mean, look at Loki. I mean, Loki, granted, Loki is probably bigger than Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi, but, I mean, look at – people love Loki. I mean, Loki is, like, one of the main – characters in the mcu now you know what i mean yeah I mean, I, honestly i couldn't have told you who Loki was before the mcu i'm not gonna lie i mean i mean i knew who loki was but i didn't know what his part was in the marvel universe but the, when it, like when the avengers came out no it was thor when thor came out and we mm-hmm. found out about uh loki i mean his story they he came out swinging like i loved his yeah. storyline so sad and so tragic and we ended up all loving him, and I'm excited for the Loki series to come out because, again, everyone ended up loving Loki. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. Um, and again, that's a theatrical release. I do not think that they're, they're going to go Disney Plus with that unless COVID still sticks around and, you know, the vaccine takes longer. I, I could almost see them. I don't think they're going to push any of these back anymore. I think all of these movies that have been switched from multiple studios, I'm not talking just Disney. I think all of these movie studios who've pushed movies back into 2021, they're not going to push them back anymore. Um, either either they're, they won't push it back, so they'll either release it or they'll end up being streamed. Like, they're, yeah. they're not going to push it back. There's no well, I mean, you know, I know Halloween Kills was supposed to come out last October, and Halloween Ends, which is supposed to, like, complete the trilogy, is, was supposed to come out this year. But, of course, COVID happened. And I mean, Blumhouse flat out said they will not push Halloween Kills back another year. Like, we are getting it somehow this year. So I don't know what streaming service that would be on. But I mean, I think that's going to be the case with a lot of these. I, I, I think they're still going to, if they can, if the theaters are open, they'll still do a cinematic release. But I think they'll throw them on Disney Plus, too. I don't think they're going to push them back anymore. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So um, anyways, moving on, we have... July 16th, Space Jam to, I believe it's called The New Legacy. The New Legacy? I like that. I think so, yeah. The New Legacy. Um, obviously, this is going to star LeBron James instead of Michael Jordan, which is cool. I think that's a good pick. If they were going to pick another basketball player, that's the one to pick. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, absolutely. Love I or hate him, LeBron James is, you know, one of the greatest uh, basketball players of our of our time. So we can all agree with that. And also, he's already, like – solidifying himself as a as an actor already he's been in uh i think i don't know if it's been like one movie have you seen train is it train wreck with like uh what's what's mm-hmm. her name i forgot he was in a movie with uh i forgot his name too uh he was an actor in barry you know that tv show on hbo I- i've s- I've seen the trailer. I haven't watched it. Yeah, he's he's in that movie, and he's honestly kind of funny. He's pretty funny. He plays himself, but yeah. he's funny. So he's obviously, you know, he has the chops of being an actor. So yeah. I'm excited to see how he plays in Space Jam too. 
Yeah, uh, there's not there's no synopsis or anything. Um, I, I'm I'm just curious to see like where they're gonna go with it. You know what I mean? It, I, mm-hmm. It's just gonna be fun, kind of the same way that Tom and Jerry is gonna be fun. It's just gonna be fun to see all the Looney Tunes characters like together again and out and about and you know doing what they do. So. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm excited for this one too. Yeah, it'll be cool. Um, Don Cheadle's supposed to be in that movie too. What is he supposed to play? I, I have no idea, but he Don Cheadle is on the cast list. It's him and LeBron James is like the top two. That'll be interesting. Actors. So yeah, I have I'll no look. idea. Um, last one for July on July 16th, Uncharted, um, with Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, Antonio Banderas, um, Sophia Taylor Ali, and Tati Gabrielle. Um, I have played through some of the Uncharted games. I I don't think I've finished them. Um, my brother liked them. Mm-hmm. and you know jeff had played through them but i don't you know i it'll be I've, fun i i think it from what i understand it's a prequel to the game i've never played the game but i know that with uh tom holland being starring in the movie it'll be interesting to see him play someone other than you know the other than peter parker yeah which is like a quirky little kid that who's a superhero right, and right. uh i don't think you've seen um have you seen uh is it the devil all the time yet have you seen that no yet? we keep talking i need to watch that yeah it's a, we it's need great. to do a review on that it's a it's a it's an interesting movie it it hits you in some places i'm just saying <laughs> it's kind of sketchy sometimes but um it showed a different side of uh, tom holland and he definitely doesn't act like peter parker in that movie for sure I, and um yeah so seeing him like branch out from the mcu i mean he's already he's had a couple of movies before the mcu but none of them were really like well known i guess but you know seeing him in this one it'd be interesting to see a different take the way uh tom holland will yeah i mean i i think tom holland is a really good actor for sure yeah i think i think spider-man is just the beginning of his career because i mean he was young i think you know, it recently he was talking about, you know, they're filming this Spider-Verse movie in Atlanta and he started filming it on the soundstage where he auditioned for Civil War. Oh, that's dope. That's yeah. Crazy. So he was like, it's kind of come full circle. Like, you know, he's, you know, he auditioned for Civil War to play the role on that soundstage. And, you know, now he's back and they're filming the Spider-Verse movie and they're bringing back Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, you know? So yeah. I think that's kind of cool. But, um, you know, he was like, he was only like 17, I think when they cast him for that. He's like our age, isn't he? He's like, yeah, 20. I mean, he's our age now, but it's been, I, he was only like 17. I think he's a year younger than us. How long ago is civil war? It's been a minute. That is a while. I want it. It's like 2016. I think. Lord, that is a long time to me. <laughs> Just saying. So he, I don't know, but it, it'll be interesting. I'm I'm curious to see um, where they go with Uncharted. I like that adventure. You know, I'm I'm sure it'll be kind of like an Indiana Jones type type thing. You know. Yeah, for sure. And aren't they coming out with the Indiana Jones movie too? Like pretty soon. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of funny because uncharted and indiana jones like like the final indiana jones film i feel like those two movies have been in talks for like eight years like they've been trying to get them off the ground and nothing's happened and i don't know maybe it's just maybe they're just now getting to the point where they can launch those i mean yeah because i mean everyone has free time to work so i mean 
why not get started on it? All right, moving on. We have August. So for August 6th, the Suicide Squad. Now, I'm not going to lie. When they first announced this, I thought it was a reboot. I didn't realize it was a sequel to, like, Suicide Squad from a few years ago. Yeah. I mean, I figured it was going to be a sequel because, I mean, they're bringing back Margot Robbie. And I know that uh, they're losing uh, Will Smith's uh, Deadshot and what else? What else? Which is a shame because I thought Deadshot was the best part. Besides Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. I Mm. thought Will Smith was the best part of that movie. Uh, I agree too, and uh, it's gonna be unfortunate to not see. I don't know what the reason was for Deadshot to be uh, not be in it. Well, and you know, I, I'm not sure. I didn't honestly. Are those canon in the DCEU right now? Like, is this gonna be Suicide Squad, Birds of Prey, and the Suicide Squad? Is this gonna be canon in the DCEU, like with Justice League and Wonder Woman? I got no clue, man. I, I, I wish I knew what the DCEU was doing. Yeah. But they got so much stuff on their plate. Like, I'm just like, yo, man, just give us a call whenever you're ready. Because, yeah. honestly, you're playing games with me. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm just curious. But, um, anyways, I, Suicide Squad, I, I feel like, is one of the better entries in the DCEU. You know what I mean? I don't know. Because, look, I think it's hilarious. Because the synopsis I see, it says... 2016 Suicide Squad may be rotten, but the 2021 follow-up might just redeem the series. Like, what? <laughs> like, they're, well, they're admitting the fact that it was probably a shit movie. Yeah, I mean, this is, that's not the synopsis. This is from Movie Phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah, that's not the synopsis. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't think it did very well on Rotten Tomatoes. Not that Rotten Tomatoes, I'm not going to lie, I don't read Rotten Tomatoes scores because half the time when a movie is fantastic rotten tomatoes is like it's rotten it sucks yeah. and then yeah. when you have a movie that's terrible they're like this was incredible it's misunderstood it's just like what, what are you talking about like it's yep. the movie sucked or the movie's great like i don't know that's they're why all, I, I, always I, on like, the wrong side i usually listen to like the audience score that's usually where yeah. i, I kind of agree yeah. the, the rotten tomato scores is mainly from critics if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And I don't know what the hell they be smoking or drinking because they're obviously on a different planet from us. Yeah. It, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so the Suicide Squad, obviously Margot Robbie, um, Viola Davis, da- Davis, Davis, um, Joel Kinnaman. The, the, the cast is stacked. Yeah. And it's a lot of actors that I'm not really familiar with, but I mean, there are a lot of actors that are mm. going to have a role in this. Yeah. And a lot of the characters I'm not familiar with. I mean, obviously, I'm excited for King Shark because I yeah. love King Shark. He's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so it'll, it'll be an interesting one. I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see, you know, like what exactly they do with it, what the story is going to be, how it ties in with the DCEU, if it really is part of the DCEU. Um, I, I think it would just be like a side story. Also, I'm excited to see like, you know, which one of them is going to die. Cause obviously, you know, it's a suicide squad. So like a good portion of them are probably going to have like an untimely demise. Probably. Yeah. Like so. whenever Slipknot came in from, uh, the, uh, from the first suicide squad, he literally had like a air like a screen time of like, I don't know, five minutes. Yeah. And then they blew his head off. I'm like, right. oh, dang. Okay. <laughs> that was quick. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that'll be an interesting one. Um, 
Next, August 27th, we have Candyman. Now, this is another horror movie. Um, this is a Jordan Peele sequel, not a remake, of Candyman from 1992. Have you seen Candyman? I have not, but now I'm excited knowing that Jordan Peele is uh, yeah. uh, directing it. So he's, the, done a, he's done yeah, a pretty good job, most of them. Um, the original Candyman um, starred Tony Todd. Um, I have, it, it's been one I need to revisit. I haven't watched it in a very long time. Um, but, you know, it, it's kind of a, a creepy slasher. And I mean, I think Jordan Peele, what Jordan Peele has done very well is, you know, horror is such a, it's such a funny genre because it's in, it's so classified. Like the eighties was like the slasher era. You know what I mean? Now we're kind of getting into more like paranormal. Um, of course you had the exorcist, you had um, poltergeist and stuff like that from, you know, the seventies and eighties and nineties. But you know, we're, I think a lot of the horror films that come out now are like The Conjuring. I mean, they're paranormal. And yeah. if you've seen the trailer for Candyman, it, it's, it's got that Jordan Peele feel to it. Like, it feels like Get Out and like Us did. Um, and it's kind of a different, like, thriller take. It's not necessarily gory horror. It's more what you build up in your mind. Now, obviously, Candyman is a slasher. So, I mean, it's going to have to be a little gorier. But it, it, the concept looked really interesting. It was like, it, it's like a 21st century take of Candyman. That'd be dope to see. Honestly, yeah. I agree with you some part and like about how uh, horror movies are like so, uh, they're so broad. Like there's so many sub uh, subcategories of horror. Like you said, yeah. there's slashers, there's paranormal, there's uh, sci-fi. Zombies. There's defense, zombies. Like there's so many of it. And Jordan Peele just has a good, um, good way of like, uh, what's it called? Not suspenseful, but, um, uh, like mind mind tampering. You know what I mean? Yeah, with, like uh, you think it's one thing, but it's not. Yeah, so I'm almost certain it's gonna be some aspect of that. So I'm yeah. excited to see that. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's his best. I think that's the best thing that he's introduced, and not introduced to horror, but that he's brought out of horror today is that a lot of it's in your mind it's not you know it's not somebody creeping around the corner or it's not Leatherface with a chainsaw I mean it's like yeah it's in your mind like what is this like I'm kind of confused and like the confusion builds and builds and builds until it makes you understand at the end of the movie and you're like oh like that's what this has been and it's not what yeah. I thought it was gonna be so he's kind of come out you know I remember watching like Key and Peele when it was on TV and stuff, he shocked me. I mean, his, he's a good writer and a good director. I had no idea that, that he could come up with stuff like this. When yeah. I heard that he was doing a horror movie, I was like, I don't know if this is going to be good. But then Get Out, my goodness, yeah. that was a great movie right And there. I mean, I'm not like crazy fans of Get Out and Us. I mean, they're, they're good. They are mm -hmm. good. And I, I, as a horror fanatic, I appreciate what he did for, for horror. You know what I mean? He, he kind of revitalized it in a way that we hadn't seen in a while. So mm -hmm. I, I really appreciate it. And I, I, re I like the look of Candyman. I need to watch the original. Um, I think it's awesome they got Tony Todd to return as Candyman because, I mean, obviously, it, it's one of those things where it's like, you can't beat the original person. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like that. it's just one of those things. Like the original actor, you just can't beat it. I mean, yep. it'd be like if they tried to replace Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. Like you, you just you can't. Like don't even try. Um, of course, I think. I mean, I'm not putting them on the same level, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, I, mean, I hear you. It's it, it's a cool 21st century take into Candyman, so I'm kind of excited. Um, so moving on, we got September. This cracked me up. Um, Jackass 4 is set to release on September 3rd. Now, I don't know if anybody heard, Johnny Knoxville and Steve-O were injured like their first day of filming and they were in the hospital. Um, from what I understand, they were trying to run on treadmills with sousaphones, like big tubas on, yeah. um, on their backs. So I don't, I, I don't know what they, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I loved watching the Jackass movies when I was a kid. I thought they were hilarious. I think they're hilarious too. We, I wasn't allowed to watch them when I was a kid because, you know, you know, I thought they were like dumb, but you know, I always love watching those idiots, you know, hurt themselves. It's always entertainment. Yeah. Well, and I just, it's funny. Like I kind of, I went through a phase where I was like, I, I, I remember I watched, I think it was when the third one came out. I went and saw it with my dad in the movie theater. Um, and then I believe I watched the, the series, like the MTV series. They were on Netflix don't, or something at one point. Don't, don't tell me you went out and tried to do the stuff because I know you're not that. No, no, I didn't try. No, I didn't. Okay. I wouldn't, <laughs> you kidding me? I wouldn't try to do any of that. But I, I remember watching like the Van Margera show and like, um, what was it called? Do you remember what that was called? Bam show? The Bam show? Wild Boys? Viva, Viva La Bam. Oh, okay. that's what it was called. Yeah, Wild Boys, all that stuff. Yeah. I remember watching it and thinking it was hilarious. And it's stupid. I mean, it's it's stupid teenager antics. Like that's why you think it's funny because you're a teenager, yeah. and you know it's funny to see people doing stupid stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just I think it's kind of funny and ironic that they got injured on day one because I mean they're it's, they're it old shows and that they're. It shows that they're not holding back. They're, they're obviously not, like, trying to, like, uh, I guess, uh, hold themselves back from doing crazy stuff. Yeah. Like, And I wonder who they're going to get. Like, I know for a while, Bam Margera wasn't doing very well after Ryan Dunn died. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was in rehab for a while. He divorced his wife. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm sure they'll get most of the main cast back. Um, you know, Preston and Wee Man and I don't know. I, Oh yeah, just, I'm sure most of the cast will still be there, and I hope they bring like special guests. Have you seen that one where they uh, kidnapped uh, Brad Pitt? Yes, <laughs> that one's hilarious, and the way they planned it out was brilliant. They literally told the local police department, like, "Hey, if you hear a phone call saying Brad Pitt got abducted, forget about it." How yeah. do you tell that to them? How do you tell the dispatchers? Could like, you imagine being the dispatch being the dispatcher? They'd be like, I- "What?" What? <laughs> you know what I mean? Who got kidnapped? Yeah, I'm sure it's absolutely hilarious. Um, I always liked Preston chasing Wee Man when they were in their underwear. I haven't there'd seen be that. Like, there'd be like a crowd of people and Wee Man would come running, like looking behind him like scared. And then Preston would come running after him. Oh, man. I... <laughs> and I remember the... what's Which one? What, what was it? It was the... Uh... I think it was a prank against Bam, where like he had like the big hand. 
the big rubber hand. With yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I like seeing that one. That one always cracked me up too. I just love watching them prank each other. Those are always yeah. the best. Yeah, man. I I was I used to love Jackass. I always thought it was hilarious. Um, so moving on to October, this is gonna be a big one for me. Halloween Kills on October fifteenth. Now, have you seen the original Halloween? If you have, I want to say yes, but I don't remember. Right, um, I'm I'm gonna change that. So. I mean, the Halloween series ha- it has such a long, crazy history to it. I mean, it's been rebooted a couple of times. Um, there are a ton of sequels. John Carpenter never wanted there to be a sequel. You know, I mean, at the end, of, you know, spoiler alert, at the end of the original Halloween, Michael's doctor shoots him off of the balcony and saves Jamie Lee Curtis. And, you know, he shoots him off the balcony and he goes to look over the balcony and he's gone and the Halloween music starts playing. And during the credits, it's showing like people's houses, like empty rooms and people's houses and the streets and like everywhere you've been throughout the movie and you just hear his breathing. And basically that was supposed to be the end. John Carpenter didn't want there to be a sequel. He was like, that's scary enough, not knowing where he, you know, he could be anywhere. He could be in your house. That was the idea. Well, of course they made Halloween two they made Halloween 3, which was its own separate thing. I'll explain all this to you later. Okay. Um, I know. Uh, but, you know, ha- essentially they wanted to do an anthology series where each year there would be a new Halloween movie under the Halloween title. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't be Michael Myers. It would be like different stories. So, obviously, Halloween 1 and 2 are both about Michael Myers. Halloween 3 is a completely different storyline. And then Halloween 4 picks up Michael Myers again. They went four, five, and six, and then they rebooted it and did Halloween H2O and Resurrection, and then they gave Rob Zombie the rights, and Rob Zombie did two sequels. He rebooted it, which Rob Zombie, I, that's a whole other video. <laughs> Rob did Zombie. You know, I like it? I liked certain aspects, but he, here's the problem with, with Rob Zombie's remakes. is every, Have you seen a Rob Zombie movie? Uh, does Rob, I think he did the Devil's Rejects. He did the was... Devil's Rejects. He did Three from Hell. I here's the thing: every Rob Zombie movie, I feel like I need to go take a shower and, like we talked about earlier, like take a shower, brush my teeth, and like sit in church with a Bible. Like <laughs> it, it just it makes you feel disgusting because it has to be like this like trailer trash version of whatever he's doing. Like. And that's yeah. kind of what he did with Halloween. Like he gave him like a trashy backstory and he, um, you know, he, some of the scenes were just unnecessary. Um, the first one, I, I don't have a major problem with the second movie. The first 20, 30 minutes is incredible. It's some of the best footage of the entire franchise. And then Laurie wakes up and it was all a dream. And then it's like, oh, that's gay. it's just, it's insane. Um, but in 2018, um, Danny McBride and David Gordon Green wrote a sequel to the original. So they decided to bypass all of the other Halloween sequels that they ever made. Mm-hmm. So Halloween 2018 was a direct sequel to the original 1978 film. And they decided to make that a sequel. So we have Halloween 1978. Halloween 2018, and then this year we'll have Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. So basically, that's kind of the the in a nutshell version 
of the Halloween franchise. Um, and they did a really good job. I mean, when I first saw Danny McBride attached, do you know who Danny McBride is? That's the, no, I don't. You would, if you I, saw I a picture of him, if you saw a picture of him, you'd recognize him. Um, but I mean, I, you know, I, I didn't know what to expect, but Halloween 2018 was good. It was a good movie and it, it, they did Michael Wright. And that was the thing that I think everybody needed was, you know, they did so many weird things with Michael, like throughout the series. And like, he's just, he's a guy in a mask who's crazy and he's looking for Laurie Strode and he, I mean, that's it. Like there, he rides that line of being like supernatural or being human. And that's the whole point. Like, yeah, he doesn't need to be a part of a cult like they did in Halloween six. He doesn't need to be, you know, it just, they don't need to make it like something it's not. So uh, yeah. Halloween kills. I mean, we haven't gotten um, a trailer. We've gotten a couple of teaser trailers. We've gotten like a sizzle reel. Um, hopefully in the next few months, I would guess probably May or June, we'll start getting, we'll get a trailer, we'll get a poster. Um, and, you know, we'll have a lot more Halloween content then because I'm going to have to talk about it. <laughs> but um, yeah, sounds like we're going to have to do a video on that. So. We will. I'll have, to, I'll have to update you. We'll have to go through and watch all of those at some point. Um, it's funny because Julia went to the drive-in. She, she had seen the original, like, loosely. She had kind of watched it, not all the way through. Um, but she went and saw Halloween 2018 at the bourbon drive-in with me, and she loved it. She thought it was awesome. Oh, really? Look yeah. She, it's that. good. It's good, man. It, there's, at that moment, it was love. <laughs> it, it's one of my favorites, man. I love it. So I'm, I'm stoked for Halloween Killed. So, yeah, for sure. Um, I could talk about that forever. But moving on. November, we have The Eternals on November 5th. Um, another one, Stacked Cast. I'm curious what they're going to do with it. Just like you had mentioned before. Marvel is really good at adding in characters that you wouldn't expect. And I think this is one of those entries that no one was really expecting. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see where they go with this too. Same. I mean, I'm always excited for all the new Marvel stuff and uh, seeing how stacked the cast is, I'm interested to see what the storyline they're going to go with yeah. and how it progresses throughout the MCU. Because obviously this is going to be like a core movie for what they're planning actually i don't i don't really know because i mean this kind of just follows i think this is going to follow like stuff about the infinity saga <laughs> and not like the multiverse that they're trying to do you know what i mean yeah i don't like, expect I don't this to be really... a part of the multiverse i you know obviously this is going to be I, i'm not sure when this takes place i remember kevin feige in the the disney investor day video saying this was in terms of the timeline of when this takes place, this was the most ambitious thing they had ever done because it takes place across thousands of years. Like if you look at the synopsis on IMDb, um, it says the saga of the Eternals, a race of immortal beings who lived on earth and shaped its history and civilizations. Mm. So we, I mean, I think we're going to get like different eras in this movie. I don't think it's going to take place like, now or like captain marvel did in the 90s or like captain america did in you know the the what 40s and 50s i, I don't i think this is going to take place and we're going to see kind of an evolution over the course of um of the movie the other thing that i thought was interesting i believe i read somewhere that thanos's parents 
are members of the Eternals. I about said I was like I don't I don't see how they're connected into it, but maybe I could see I, that. I, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I remember reading that somewhere. So I mean, we could get more Thanos in this, technically. Baby Thanos. I know Don. I know we could we could get young Thanos. Yeah, I know Rhodey's all about seeing baby yeah. Thanos. Yeah, this is really a spinoff of what Rhodey said. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um. All right. Next, we have November nineteenth, uh, Mission Impossible Seven. This is Tom Cruise's second movie of 2021. Again. Hey, man, this guy's going to cle- com- consistently ca- get cash. Like, he's going to get cash for, like, all these movies forever. He's going to keep shoot, movies. he's Tom he Cruise. Yeah. Homeboy's set up already. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And Scientology is keeping him young forever. I'm calling it oh right God. now. It, that's, that's, that's what's going on. You're going to get a shutdown for talking about Scientology as much as you do on here. Hey, you know what? Bring it on. I don't care. Making fun of it like point. you do. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, Mission Impossible 7, I mean, I, it's kind of got the same Expendables, Fast, Fury, Fast and the Furious thing going on. I mean, like, I don't think they're ever going to stop. I think they're just, I think we're going to see, like, Mission Impossible, like, 48, where Tom Cruise is, like, a 75-year-old man, like, diving off a cliff. Like, I mean, it, it's... You know, I don't know. It's going to be crazy. I'm excited to see what uh, stunt he does. Because you know how, like, every single movie he does, like, a crazy stunt. Yeah, I know. And, I mean, I'm sure it'll be an action fest. It'll be good. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll get his rant somewhere in the movie. <laughs> that would be – I would die. I would go see it just for that. If they, I would – if whenever this movie comes out and, like, you know, in DVDs or in a start streaming, they need to do a, a uh, behind-the-scenes where we, we get right? – where you get the video. unfiltered, just like, just absolute ranting on that poor little gentleman that just. Well, you know, ass. you know, it would be funny is you need to like, like go to the movie theater, see this, and right as the movie's starting, you just stand up and you're like, put your masks on. <laughs> He's yeah, on the phone absolutely. with producers <laughs> every night. <laughs> I, you, you know, I would love to see. I would love someone. Yo, whoever whoever ends up watching this, you guys, if you guys are good with animations, you need to do an animated short of that clip of that of sound. Tom Cruise going off. Yes, I would love to see that. I would love to see that happening. It'd be funny. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm excited for Mission Mission Impossible Seven. Yeah, obviously, it'll be, it'll be good. I've seen a couple of them. They're all right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have a problem with them. I mean, it, I haven't it's an seen action fest, you know. Pretty much, yeah. It's the same principle as like uh, Fast and Furious because y- you got to be a fan of that franchise to right. actually like be really excited for it. Yeah. So, and there are diehard Mission Impossible fans. Oh, I'm certain. I'm sure they're all in Scientology too. Oh my God. Moving on. <laughs> um, November 5th. This one um, is kind of interesting. It's an untitled movie about Elvis Presley. Um, Tom Hanks is attached to this project, although Tom Hanks is not playing Elvis. Oh, okay. I must say, like, yeah, he's, bring it he's on, not, Tom Hanks. He's not playing Elvis, but he's attached. Um, they do have Elvis cast. I do not remember who it is. It's a name I was not familiar with. I honestly, I, I got nothing to say about this one. I mean, I, I wasn't really an Elvis Presley fan ever because, uh, you know, I just wasn't a fan of his music. Yeah. And but I'm sure it'll still be a good biopic. I'm I mean I'm this was the movie that uh I remember they mentioned this movie a while back when Bohemian Rhapsody came out, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and everyone and everyone was just throwing ideas like oh here comes the what's it called they're gonna make a universe out of all these uh uh <laughs> like uh Im- important uh music figures and i'm like what that's not how that works that's not how a movie verse works but you know i'm sure this would be a fun movie for those that were a yeah. fan of elvis presley obviously i love bohemian rhapsody i loved elton john i i i mean this is a uh, a hot topic but i actually liked uh, elton john's movie more than i liked uh, the bohemian rhapsody i thought they were both really well done i i, mean, I, I thought so too but i connected more with the uh, rocket man so like if you yeah. guys ever watch it watch it it's a great movie it talks about it doesn't necessarily it talks about his life and him going through it but also talks about him suffering through uh all of the fame and fortune he went through going through his uh, sexuality and just so many things that he went through and trying to become this superstar so i i loved rocket man and i hope they do the same for elvis because honestly i don't know much of the history of Elvis. Maybe this movie will make me a fan of him. Who knows? Yeah. And I mean, I assume this is going to be along the same lines as, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody or Walk the Line, which was like the Johnny Cash film from a while ago. Yeah. Um, or Rocket Man. Movie. I mean, it'll it'll be along the same lines and it'll be great. I mean, you know, I again, I, I was never one to compare Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocket Man just because I thought they were both really well done. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and compare Freddie Mercury and Elton John. I'm not going to do it. Neither would I. I mean, they're all great act. They're all great uh, singers, and they're all um, important in the music world. But I mean, in regards to like, I know I've had a conversation with some people, and they're like comparing Rocket Man to Bohemian Rhapsody. But you know, whenever they, whenever they have that conversation, I have to yeah. state who I side with, obviously. Right. Um, and then, of course, moving into December, Steven Spielberg is directing a live action adaptation of west side story which is interesting as a music person i'm probably gonna want to go see it just because it's weird seeing steven spielberg before west side story like i don't think steven spielberg has ever directed a musical before um i believe they were filming in january of last year and then COVID happened so then they couldn't so i i don't really know what the status of this is i don't know if it'll still be released on december 10th um, but it'll be an interesting one. I mean, I'm curious to see, you know, what they do. I mean, Leonard Bernstein's West Side Story is incredible. I mean, it's, it's arguably the greatest musical of all time, you know? Yes, without a doubt. I love so, West Side Story. Uh, it's great. So, I mean, I'm curious. And of course, Steven Spielberg, I mean, he's not going to go wrong with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's not. Without I mean, they're going to assemble a stellar cast. They're going to, it's going to look great. It's going to sound great. It's going to feel great. It's going to be. West I mean, they're bringing history. they're bringing back uh, Rita Moreno, who is like one of the stars in the original West Side mm. Story, yep, who is true. actually a pivotal uh, uh, actress in the Latin Latin American community. So I'm all set for seeing her again. Yeah, so that'll be cool. Um, on December seventeenth, we have that untitled Spider-Man movie, which will reportedly introduce the Spider Verse. I'm not going to get into that anymore. Episode two, link down below we have um we have an entire episode dedicated to this spider-verse movie um yep i mean there are a ton of cast members confirmed it's going to be crazy there's going to be a whole lot going on this is going to be a game changer for the mcu um and for what we've seen so far so 
I'm not even going to say any more about that. It's going to be wild. Yes, I agree. So, and honestly, I my my mouth is tired from talking all about it. We went balls deep into that movie. We did. <laughs> um, and then, of course, December 22nd, three days before Christmas, The Matrix Part 4. Why? I, I know. I said the same thing. I feel like they kind of summed The Matrix up like it was done. Like, I don't really know where else they're going to go. I don't. Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't Neo die? I think Neo died, and also, um, who plays? Uh, you said why? Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I wasn't much of a fan of the Matrix, and like when I heard okay. it end, I was like, "Cool, I guess." Like everyone, I remember talking to a couple people, like, "Yo, the Matrix is done," and I'm like, "All right, cool. There's another movie you can watch next week." So and then I'm when gonna, I kinda, I'm going to give you a big throwback right here. So I actually liked the PS2 video game of The Matrix better than I liked the <laughs> Matrix movie. I remember, but do you remember that game? I never played that game because I wasn't a fan. That game was freaking awesome. It was not, it, it, I mean, it was like the same universe, but I mean, like, it was basically just like a, a shoot 'em up. Like, it starts out, you're in a bank and like for like a whole piece of the game you're like riding around in a car like shooting at people driving after you and stuff like it, it was just fun like it was just like a stupid fun game but i remember playing that that's my best memory of the matrix is playing that ps2 video game yeah and not the movie I know. granted okay look i love keanu i love keanu reeves he's oh, yeah. you know becoming a becoming an absolute superstar more and more now but you know the matrix i didn't love keanu reeves Keanu Reeves from The Matrix. I liked him from uh, Speed with Sandra Bullock. Like he was cool in that movie. And then obviously when John Wick came out. And then uh, oh, yeah. what's it? What's that new movie? What's that? There's a new movie on Netflix. It's called uh, Always Be My Maybe. You have you I've seen, seen that, that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he plays yeah. himself. That is hilarious. Because he's, he's the complete like, opposite. I know. Like he's not himself. He's very like he's like a dick. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, arrogant dick, just He's like absolute uh, piece of crap. But yep. it, it's just. But I mean, that's really, why we loved it. Yeah, that was funny. But I love Keanu Reeves. I think he's a great actor. I just the Matrix never mm-hmm. did it for me. Um, so now, now we I have the name. Uh, I was gonna say real quick, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. I think. Yes. The one who plays the, uh, like the 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 guy that wakes Neo up. Yeah. He's not in the movie. I don't think he is. Hmm. That man is smart. Know. He said, you know what? This franchise is over. I'm not going to do it again. I'm done. And I agree so, with you. I, I have no idea. I don't know what they're going to do with Neo and Trinity after that. I mean, it, I, I don't know where they're going to go with that. No idea. Neither do I, but I mean, hey, milk all that money you want, buddy. I know. Same thing, Fast and Furious, Expendables, <laughs> Mission Impossible, but except, milk it. <laughs> except, except I like those. So, yeah, oh, well. Fair. That's fair. Um, all right. So we've gone through the entire year. Uh, the last four we have, last three we have, I'm sorry, are really, um, they don't have a release date yet. They're expected for 2021, but there's no official release date. Um, so Black Adam, I know we have um, The Rock playing Black Adam. From what I understand, yeah. he's like an anti-hero type deal. Every single if if there's a solo movie of a villain nowadays, it's 
almost every single time they end up being an anti-hero. Obviously, other than the Joker, because he was a straight-up villain. But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, all these other ones—they're all going to be anti-hero, which I I kind of see <clears throat> to a certain degree. Again, I love Black Adam in the comics, and uh, also we all love Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Absolute stellar guy. Love him to death. His yeah. work ethics, love it all. So it would be interesting to see him play uh, Black Adam. And yeah. I would love to see him uh, – I know they want to do a movie where Black Adam, Shazam, and Superman – I know they want to do that trio of a movie. I Probably. just don't know if – when that's going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, I, you know, the, I think the only things we've seen about Black Adam is um, the, the pictures that The Rock has posted where he's getting – jacked to play you know to play the role i mean obviously more jacked than he already is he's the freaking rock yeah um but he, yeah. he was wearing a black adam shirt and i mean i know it's a spinoff of shazam but i mean other than that I don't, we don't really know that much about it about the movie um i'm sure comic book fans are going to jump all over it and you know they're making their predictions for what it's going to be like but so i don't know we'll see oh yeah yeah um, i'm excited for it i don't know when it comes out it says uh, yeah. only in cinema, so so they're obviously going to try to do the cinema the, theoretical uh, release and not just right. stream it. Yeah, I mean, I, I it it just says TBD on IMDb, so I'm not completely sure when it's going to come out. Um, again, so next, this one is kind of a personal one for me. Um, Dave McRae and Bruce Dale. Um, Dave McRae's got his own YouTube channel. Um, he is a voice actor in Canada. Um, and Bruce Dale works in the film industry. Both of them work in the film industry. Um, if you've seen Black Christmas, um, it's a 70s slasher flick um, about these girls at a sorority house and they start getting these weird phone calls and there's a serial killer kind of picking them off one by one. Um, and they realize at the end of the movie, they trace the call finally and the phone call is coming from within the sorority house. So the killer is inside calling them um and he's got multiple personalities you never see him you see his eyes at one point that's it um you never see the killer he goes by billy um and that's basically the plot of black christmas um it's really interesting about a horror movie taking place at christmas time because that's kind of something you don't really see very much i'll have to show yeah. you that one it, it's it's good it's it's interesting um a lot of like atmosphere um it's very dark and creepy feeling um but dave mccray is doing a professional crowdfunded sequel to black christmas called it's me billy um and here's the synopsis of that movie unaware of the danger that's hunting her sam and her two best friends are spending christmas eve at her grandmother's old country mansion stalked by a sinister evil that's been lurking in the shadows for nearly 50 years Sam is about to come face to face with her grandmother's chilling Christmas past, the deranged psychopath known only as Billy. So mm, okay. that'll be, that, it's a really interesting film. The teaser trailer is out now on Dave McRae's YouTube channel. If you want to check that out, shout out to you, Dave. Um, it looks incredible. Like, you know, I, there are people like Vincent DeSanti with Womp Stomp Films. Um, they're, they're doing a Friday the 13th fan film series. I mean, dude, they're knocking it out of the park. I mean, like, you, you would see these things and you would not think they were fan films. I mean, it's, really? not, it's, it's thousands of dollars that have been raised. Um, and, I mean, they're shooting this stuff on, like, professional equipment. I mean, what they film 
you know, major like blockbusters on. So, I mean, it looks incredible. Um, it's me, Billy, looks incredible. I think it's going to be a, a really creepy, cool sequel. Um, I'll definitely have to show you Black Christmas. It's a good one. Yeah, I'll definitely have to see it. And it, oh. the plot of this movie seems pretty uh, chilling to me. I mean, so it's obviously a sequel, right? It's so like a direct sequel, but... yes. I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. They, so Black Christmas, I'm not, forgive me, I'm not sure what year Black Christmas came out, the original. Um, but I know they remade it at one point, I believe in the 90s, and then they, or no, early 2000s. And then they remade it again, like three years ago. But the remake sucked balls, from what I understand. Like, wasn't even the same storyline. Like, it was a completely different thing. So really? I, I think Dave and Bruce are doing a really good job of tying it into the original, um, and you know, going back to uh, going back to the roots of it a little bit. So it, it's yeah. an interesting one. Um, Sam, the main character, she is Jess Bradford's granddaughter from the original film. Um, oh. Which, yeah, so it's kind of the same. Um, you know, you'll you'll hear like when we watch that, um, Billy, who's the the killer in this movie. You know, when he's like making the phone calls throughout the movie, and the girls are getting the calls. I mean, he is he's like I, I believe he has multiple personalities. So it's like you're hearing different voices, almost like there's different people on the line. But it's all him. It's all him, like coming out as like this one deranged, weird psychopath. It's creepy. The last 10 minutes of that movie is like, whoa. <laughs> it's a slow burn until you get to the climax. And then it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's, I mean, it's uh, very good. It's really interesting. I'm definitely going to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last one on my list, uh, another TBD. It's been announced. Um, we don't have any uh, real information about it. We got one poster. Um, that's an untitled Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel. Um, again, oh, okay. I honestly did not know what this was about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, um, it's an untitled Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel. The only th synopsis or thing we have is in 1974, the world witnessed one of the most bizarre crimes in the annals of American history. And in 2021, the face of madness returns. And, you know, in the trailer, if you zoom in, obviously on the poster that was released, you have Leatherface's face. But if you zoom in on his chin, there's the little Easter egg of him with his hands up in the air swinging the chainsaw, like from the end of the film. So Sorry, guys. I'm looking at the picture. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm curious to see what they do with that. They've um, – the Texas Chainsaw is another one. It's had kind of a weird history. The first film – is incredible it's amazing i mean it, it is one of the creepiest most atmospheric horror movies ever mm -hmm. um i think it's one of the scariest because again it kind of it's one of those things where it's a good slasher movie but it also makes you feel disgusting after watching it you know what i mean oh i mean so it's, it's like a rob zombie movie kind of yeah i mean it was like a rob zombie movie from 1974 plus the fact that it's based on a true story is crazy. Yeah, one of those. Yep. I know. Um, have you seen the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre? It's been a while. Yeah, it's good. The 2003 remake was phenomenal too. It was a that's one of the best remakes of any movie ever. Um, it was great. So I'm curious to see what they do with this. I know a lot of people were not fans of Texas Chainsaw 3D, which came out uh, four or five, maybe six years ago. 
But that's a sequel, though, right? That was a sequel to the original, but now they're saying this is going to be a sequel to the original. Maybe that, <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's the new thing is them trying to like bypass all the other sequels they've ever made and just yeah. make a direct sequel to the original because that's what's easiest. Yeah, pretty much because you know back then they were just like throwing whatever they can. Yeah, and you know the the thing that interests me too is I mean if you obviously we never see Leatherface's actual face in the original movie because he's wearing the skin mask over top of it. Yeah. But in this movie, I mean, that was 1974. I don't know what, I believe it was 1972 or three that the actual, like, the actual crime happened. Mm-hmm. But Leatherface would be like 70 years old in this. Like he would I be can't... old. And I mean, it works with Michael Myers. I mean, Michael Myers is in his 60s in this new Halloween film. And it works. Is he really? Yeah, he's in his 60s. He's got to have like arthritis. There's no way he can be slashing people right there. His wrist would hurt. And you know, that plays into the whole, is he supernatural? Is he human? What, what is he? Because, I mean, he's an old man. He shouldn't be able to do any of the stuff he's doing, but he's doing it. And yeah. he seems unscathed by it. I mean, I, I'm sure this will be the same kind of thing. Um, I think Leatherface is a much different character than Michael Myers is. You know, Leatherface is more of a deranged, he's, he's like a, a five-year-old trapped in a 30-year-old's mind in the first film. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, in the first movie, you almost kind of feel bad for Leatherface towards the end because, I mean, like, you know, he's introduced as the serial killer but then you see how like his family members treat him and this like psychotic gross family and it's like oh you kind of feel bad for him like they treat him like crap so i don't know i'm i don't know where this one's going to go i'm curious to see what they're going to do um so yeah i'm going to i'm going to have to like uh re up my uh horror movie because there's a lot of these i haven't really like i don't particularly remember seeing them or i don't remember like the plots of them so i'll have to like keep up with them now yeah i'll change that <laughs> okay my guy we, we have a whole year to get you caught up for sure so all right guys i think that's going to do it for us with episode four um we want to hear what you guys have to think or have to say um tweet at us at we talk the movies or if you're watching on youtube please leave a like please leave a comment let us know what you think about this year's movies coming out um we are on youtube spotify apple Podcasts. Google Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, be sure to follow us, and episode five will be out next week. For sure. And also, guys, uh, if for any of you are listening, go ahead and share our uh, accounts. You know, the, our last podcast uh, got like 84 views. I mean, it's it's small, but I mean, it's our biggest uh, viewer of uh, that we've had. So, I mean, we're steadily growing, and uh, I'm excited to see us in the next year. So, excited to see how much this grows we'll still we'll, we'll be here for a while so you know like and share talk to your friends tell us tell us more about us if you like us and uh yeah we'll see you next week absolutely man we will talk to you guys soon peace see you